Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. Today's guest is Allison Tyler Jones Photography's newest employee, Miss Caitlin Beakley. She started right at the beginning of the 2021 busy season, right after Labor Day last year. And she is a star. She is doing all of our booking calls now and is scheduling all of our clients. And she has just taken this ball and run with it. And I wanted to have a conversation with her today because our listeners have asked again and again for more information on this very first phone call. Like, how are we booking people? What are we saying to people? What exactly is it that we are asking of them? Are we really booking the consultation, the session, and the sales appointment all in that first phone call? And the answer is 
we are. And so this conversation with Caitlin is going to tell you how it is that we're doing that. She has some tips that she's just learned because she's so new to this, but she is killing it. She's doing such a great job. So I can't wait for you to hear the tips that she's learned by being trained, but also some things that she's developed on her own. So I hope you enjoy it and that you can put it into practice in your own business. Let's do it. I am so excited to welcome our very own Caitlin Beagley to the podcast today. Welcome, Caitlin. I'm so glad that you're here. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. Well, you're the youngest member of the ATJ team by a mile. And (laughs) also, I think we just have decided that we're all working for you now. Oh, really? Yeah, because you're just bossing us around and so good. I love it. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. So when when was your official start date? I started after Labor Day. Okay. So So you started in the fall 2021 season straight into crazy. Okay. Yep. And so you've been a client. I've Mm -hmm. photographed your mom's family, your family of origin and your senior pictures. And so you've been a client, but this is the first time that you've worked with us. So thoughts and feelings on being a new hire at ATJ Studio. How's that going? Yeah, no, I love it. It was interesting because I had seen the client side and I had never thought of working here. And so it was interesting when I first started working here, I was like, it was mind blowing, like a lot of things I had no clue as a client. And then, you know, I was a kid, but it was crazy to see a lot of the behind the scenes of how it all happened. So it was really cool. So what was surprising to you? What, what seemed to be unusual or what, what was surprising? I think it was interesting how we print and frame all of our stuff. And I I just thought it was just interesting to see that I didn't know it took eight to 10 weeks to get it, you know, your portraits back. Cause I would be at school and then one day I'd come and poof, my house has new pictures on the walls. <laughs> it was <laughs> so, miraculous. Yes. And so it was just interesting to see the changes. So I thought that was, it was cool to see the whole process. So you were hired as we've taken, Jessica had previously been our client coordinator and she's moved over more into doing a lot of the rework stuff for the education side. And now we needed a new client coordinator. And so you came in and just took over with like a storm, but in the best (laughs) sense, like in a really organized storm that knows everything and is so awesome. So as you're being trained, what I want to talk to today about for this episode is the, we have a lot of questions about the first contact. So when a client is coming, calling in new, either off of the website or maybe a DM from Instagram or whatever, but when they're first contacting us, that's a super sensitive time. And you have to have a lot of trust in an employee before you can let them do that because that's basically your leads and your conversions and all of that kind of stuff. So you didn't start out the first day doing that, but it was pretty quick. You know, you you picked it up pretty quick. So tell me about that. If we were retraining your replacement right now, Mm -hmm. what would you be saying to her or what are some of the things that you felt like were helpful or whatever you want to say about it? Yeah, totally. I for the first several phone calls that Jessica and Stacy, whoever was answering the phone was getting, I would try to sit in as many of those as I could and bring pen and paper and just start writing down notes, key phrases, all the things. And one thing that I thought I liked doing was I would ask them to put the phone on speaker 
And then I would bring my own first contact framework. So I would fill one out as if like I was the one kind of having the conversation with them. So then that way I familiarized myself with the first contact framework. And then it was interesting to compare kind of what I thought they had written down at the end. I really liked doing that. So what you're describing is the booking form, the consultation Mm -hmm. form that we use in our studio. And just as a quick little side note, for those of you who don't have that form and you would like a copy of that form, if you go to do the rework.com, you can download it there for our booking form. It's absolutely free. And you can just look at that and see what it's basically the form that we use to book sessions. And it has a step-by-step framework that the girls work their way through asking clients questions and how they answer questions and all of that sort of thing. So that's what she's talking about. So she's, Caitlin, as like, say, Jessica was filling that out for a client, you had a copy of it and you were filling your own out just to see if you Mm -hmm. were catching the same things that she was. That's such a, that's a really good idea. Yeah, totally. Because I felt like I kind of put a check mark if I talked about something or there were key things that I felt like I need to know about them or their family or their schedule, you know, because that's all important scheduling. But yeah, that was very helpful. And then I also loved, we have a podcast, I believe it's with you and Jessica Mm -hmm. on the first phone call. And that is, I listen to that all the time. I still do. I love that. (laughs) I think that's episode two. I think yeah. that was one of the very first the episodes very first. that we did on the podcast. I know we yeah. did like in the basement laying on, cause we didn't know what we were doing with podcasting. We were literally, yeah. if you can picture when you listen to that, we're laying on a twin bed, both using the same mic, trying to like make the room <laughs> be quiet. And I, I don't even know how that thing came about, but I'm oh glad that you found it helpful. Yes. <laughs> I've listened to that so many times, but I feel like every time I listen to that, I pull something out of it. So I really like that. And then something else I've found helpful more recently as I've been doing my own phone calls is I'll use the studio phone and then I'll put it on speaker and I'll use my phone and record it. And then when I'm done, I'll go back through and be like, okay, how could I tweak this? How could I make this better? What could I have Is it any wonder that I love you as much as I do? You're so (laughs) awesome. Just for anybody that's listening, employees like this don't just grow on trees. It's taken me many years. She's awesome. (laughs) So lucky. Okay. So now that you've had, you've had a lot of booking under your belt. You have, because it's been, the phone's been nuts lately and we've been booking Mm -hmm. a lot. So what do you feel like are the things that make you feel like, like what's hard when somebody asks something, what, what, what's scary for you still? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times when we get new clients that call, the first thing they want to know is pricing. And it's like, hold on, what are you wanting? (laughs) Like, what is the end result? We're not just going to jump straight in because if you're wanting an eight by 10, you might be better somewhere else, but let's figure out like, where is this going to live? Or is it going to go on an album or on a wall? What are you thinking? Just one big fine art print or are you thinking there's so many different ways you could go with the project and so I think it's so important to figure out like what they want Allison says a lot but begin with the end in mind and so I love trying to figure out why well like obviously they're probably wanting family portraits and right you know capture the whole family but like where is this gonna go and so when they say because you know what the answer to that is right is always I don't know yeah Yeah. Yeah, And they're like, well, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it like that. Right. And then what are you saying to them? Well, I say most of the time it's everything we do is like either in an album or on the wall. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're known for. That's what we do. So 
so then you're talking to them about their kids. Mm-hmm. Asking all about the kids, asking what the kids like to do after school. Do they have any hobbies? You know, I want to, I want to get to know their kids because that is something that not only you can have as a resource while you and Stacy are shooting, but it's also good for us to be able to talk with them in the consultation. And, and it's good for a lot of things. It gives us ideas for the shoot. If they, if they're all about sports and they go to every son's game, maybe they're in son's jerseys. Right. So, so I would love to hear like exactly what you say. So if I'm saying, okay, so Caitlin, how does it work? How much does it cost? Oh yeah. So I'd say, Hey, where are you thinking these portraits are going to live or what's the idea behind your project? Okay. I love that. So we're going straight to the project, not necessarily talking about price because we can't really quote in price because we don't know what it is that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is custom. So I want to get to know because their project will be unique to them. I want to know everything we do is custom. So it will need to be, it's not like I can just tell you, well, you're just wanting one family portrait for one family portrait. It's X. It's X. Yeah. Because it's how, how is it sized? How is it framed? How is it? All of those things. Yeah. 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 So the time for you. So what do you see that first phone call in your mind right now? And there's no right or wrong answer. This is not a test, but I'm just interested to know. What do you see that, like, what's the purpose of that call? Um, I think the purpose of that call is, I think it's a good interview for us to interview them and for them to interview us. For us, it's good to see, are they qualified? How would this be a good fit? Would they be good to work with? That type of deal. And then for them, they're totally interested in how quick can we get them in, the pricing, what do we do, how does it work, you know, that type of thing. And so I think it's very important in the first phone call to make sure that we are very clear with our message and letting them know what we do. It needs to be crystal clear. And then for us to be able to kind of pull as much information out of them about who they are and are they qualified. Yeah. Well, and also one thing that I really, and I'm sure you do this, but is that this is the beginning of the relationship. This is where it totally. all begins. This is where it starts. So this could be a total turn on. It could be a total turn off. Mm-hmm. And so even the people that go away that aren't quote unquote at the moment qualified or don't want to be qualified because there are plenty of yeah. people that could be qualified, but they just don't want to do it right now. They're not, totally. they aren't in the market for wall art or whatever is that they still feel like they were heard, understood, and that in a way, I want them to go away feeling like they got to stop a minute and think about what they love about their family, mm-hmm. you totally. know, and ha- have that whole little convo with you and like, well, you know, my middle child, yeah, he is complicated, but actually I love this, this, and this about him, you know? Totally. Yeah. So that relationship, starting that off, because we've had many times that we've had those conversations with clients that have said, let me talk to my husband. I don't think this is in the cards for us right now, but I'll get back to you. It might be two years later that they call back, but they're like, that was so fun. I've been dreaming about having your work on my wall for two years. Yeah. But if we're bratty, which you would never be, but if you're kind of like, oh, well, we started this and you're not cool if you don't come along for the ride, that we're never starting from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely how the first phone call could set up our relationship for the rest of the client's time with us. So I think it's very important to be super clear with our memo and super kind to them. Clear and kind. I love it. What other Mm -hmm. things that are hard do you feel like that maybe were hard to answer? And they could be not hard for you anymore, but like what was your learning trajectory? Yeah, totally. I felt like when I first started taking first phone calls, 
you know, the client intakes, I thought it was so hard because I, we were in busy season. So I'm like already, there's so much on our plates. So it's like, oh my gosh, hold on. No, wait, someone's going, ah, you know? Right. It seems like an interruption. Yes. So I felt like it's so important and I've learned now, whatever you're doing, you just have to totally stop and it's going to happen. You just have to stop whatever you're doing and smile. Because if you're happy, that'll help change the way the conversation goes. So stop and smile and then answer the phone. And then I felt like that's usually like a good way to like start clear, start fresh, take a breather. So that you can really focus on them. mm -hmm, Because if you're focused on them, they can understand. Like you can totally feel if you're on the phone with someone, you totally know if they're listening to you, if they're not, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, you can totally tell. And so when I'm invested in them and I'm asking them good questions about who they are, what they're wanting, that sort of stuff, they can totally tell, like, I'm there for them. I'm listening. So I, think I love that. I think that's such a good point. We need to add that in because I think you absolutely can tell if people aren't listening to you. I mean, oh, anybody yeah. that's been on the phone with their teenager, like, you know, that's half <laughs> listening. Yeah, that's really good. It sets up the how the relationship is going to proceed. So if they sense that they're interrupting you, they're bugging you or whatever, they're not going to feel like that they want to talk to you and tell you about their kids and get into a big conversation because they're going to be like, she's not even listening to me. Why would I start telling you about my deepest totally. thoughts and feelings about my, oh, yeah, my kids? Your kids? You know, I think we all could say that we would like more really great qualified leads. But what happens when we get contacted by a potential new client? We sometimes have that pit in our stomach of, oh, it's not a good time right now. I don't want to call them. What if they ask me hard questions? Oh, I don't really know that I have the words to say. And we put it off until we call and they've already booked somebody else. Or maybe we don't ever call or we're just letting things fall through the cracks. So if you ever find yourself in this type of situation and you feel like, I just don't know the words to say, or I don't know how to talk to these people, or am I doing it wrong? I have a solution for all three of those things. If you go to dotherework.com, we have three different free resources for you. One is our ultimate client consultation guide that is going to help you step-by-step walk that prospective client through your process, how it is that you work. It has all the little speed bumps, so to speak, along the way to help you remember to say all the things that you need to say. Next is our cheat sheet of frequently asked difficult questions that has an exhaustive list of all the hard questions that clients come up with that will help you get started on answering those confidently so that you don't have that feeling in the pit of your stomach anymore. And you're going to pick up that phone immediately. And lastly is our sales sabotage evaluation tool. And that is going to help you to figure out where you are screwing it up because we all do at one time or another. So go to do the rework.com. And wherever you're at in your business, if you're needing to rework your message, if you're needing to rework your answers, if you're needing to rework your sales process, they are all right there on that very first page. They are free. They are resources to help you in your business. Go do it. Download them now and start doing better. Start booking those clients confidently and start selling them your gorgeous, beautiful work because they need it. One of the questions that we get a lot with the photographers that ask us about this process is they're Mm -hmm. like, are you really booking three appointments in that first phone call? 
Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, okay. we do. Okay. And so uh, how is that happening? How are you yeah. doing that? Because people, for some reason, that seems to be like, no, there's no way you could possibly be booking. And by three appointments, I mean, what Caitlin is booking is she's booking the consultation, which is about a 30 to 40 minute appointment where they usually come into the studio and meet with me. Then she's booking the actual session itself. And she's booking the view and order, which is the sales appointment that they have usually about a week or so after where they come in to make their final selection. So those are the three appointments that she's booking. So I'm going to let you tell how you do that, Caitlin. Yeah, totally. So the first thing I always look for is, okay, like, let's nail the session down. When is the whole family free? Not so much free, but when would be the best time for us, for them to make things work? One of the things that we've found as we book, we typically book Monday through Thursday for shoots, and then Friday and Saturday are considered our weekend shoots. So typically, we'll try to go for the weekdays first. And if they're hesitant because, oh, the kids are in school, oh, you know, it'll have to be like later, like a five, so we can get to you. We'll typically say something along the lines of, well, we could do a 10 a.m. on this day, and this would be a great opportunity for you to be able to pull the kids out, spend some great time with them, come in here. We can take portraits and then go take them for some lunch and just spend a great family day creating awesome memories with your kids. And um, a lot of the times, moms will, most of the time, if they have younger kids, I feel like they'll typically will do that. The older kids are a little bit harder, then they'll try and ask for a three o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll have to get out of school a little earlier, but that will typically happen. But yeah, so that's for the photo session. So you're saying um, book, book the session first, because that's going to be the hardest one to book, because that involves the most yes. people. Yes, correct. Okay. And then you're going to forward and backward schedule off of that. Yes. Then we'll go to the consultation. I typically try to do that at least a week or two before so they can get clothes mm-hmm. and hair and makeup if they need. So I try to give them more time in between there. And then after the portrait session, usually about a week after, we'll schedule the view and order appointment. And we always try to, anyone who's making any financial decisions on the portraits, we ask that they're at that view and order appointment. And so is that how you're asking them? Like, how are you communicating that to them when you... Yeah. I'll just ask her, like, is your husband wanting to view the portraits? Is he wanting to be there to finalize? Like, how does he feel about it? I'll ask them those type of questions. And sometimes we're like, no, he doesn't care. Like, he just kind of put me in charge. Okay, great. Sometimes like, oh, yeah, he really wants to be there. See them. And okay, what would work with his schedule? Perfect. So I think the thing that's important about this is that So Caitlin is the first pass, right? So that's that first mini consultation is what that first contact is. So she's finding a little bit about the kids. She's having a little bit of a conversation, just enough to, okay, they do want a book and she's looking for minimizing language. She's looking for price sensitivity. She's looking for all of those things, but then she'll, if if all is well, then she'll go ahead and book the session the consultation, mm-hmm. the view and order. And then when they come in for the consultation, then that is where I'm going to really go granular into all of that. Then we're going to be quoting actual exact prices so that there's complete transparency from beginning to end. And I'm going to go more deep on the kids. We're going to go talk about the house, that sort of thing. So she gives me enough information on that booking form so that I can come into the consultation having never met this client before and be able to talk with them and go, oh, you know, so you're 
your oldest is a football player. That's awesome. You know, that's so cool that he made varsity as a freshman or whatever. You know, I can just immediately start talking about some of those things and we can short circuit the conversation, not having to start over at the very beginning. Totally. So I think it's so important to take good notes on that. So that way, even if it was you doing it for yourself, it's so important for me or you or whoever's taking the phone call to take the good notes. Yeah. Because you forget because you're talking to a lot of different people. And then that way Mm -hmm. I can look at it and see like, she absolutely hates the color green. So we're not, I'm not going to show her green, anything green photos with green in it. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So now the scary question that you said was when they ask about pricing. So you, you kind of stop them when they say Mm -hmm. if they, the very first thing that, Hey, how much is it? You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. well tell me you're about your project, what it is that we're doing. So we're starting that relationship. We're getting a little bit of information. So then how are you quoting price? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So I'll say typically new clients spend north of $6,000. It varies based on every project. Like you were just kind of telling me about your project. And it sounds like you're wanting more of this, this, and this. So everything's totally custom. Allison will be able to give you a better idea at your consultation appointment of pricing and where you're going with that. And then that's kind of usually where it starts. Okay. And that I overheard you a couple of times last week. I didn't tell you I was like hiding, not (laughs) hiding, but I was just standing in the closet listening to you do a couple of calls. So I'm like, I wonder how that's going. And it was like, you said exactly what you're saying. It's awesome. You're doing a great job. So what she's doing is just starting a bottom range. So we start at 6,000 and go north of there, which you actually upgraded from 5,000. I noticed, which I'm like, yes. awesome. Great. You know? Yes. Yeah. So now we she used to say most of our clients spend north of 5,000. Now, now it's six. So, okay, that's great. The framing just went up. So it sure did. Oh, it Add sure did. Yeah. Add that in there. So that way she's not put on the spot for having to quote an actual price of an actual thing which she could do, but she's letting them know that, okay, it's at least this. So that way, if somebody is like, look, I thought it was going to be $500 that we're not even in the ballpark and that's completely fine. She spent the time she's loved on them so that Mm -hmm. in a time when it is in their ballpark, they know who to call for gray daughter on the, on their walls. And then that way, when they come to me, they have the floor in their mind. They know what it's at least going to be that. And then that way, again, I'm hitting the ground running because Caitlin's taken amazing notes. I know where we go from here and that's the way it is. Now, if you're a solopreneur, if you're on your own and you don't have a Caitlin, I'm sorry that you don't have a Caitlin, but I'm not sharing her. And until we invent cloning, you can't have her. But <laughs> if you're by yourself and for many years, I did do my own booking for a long time. You can use that booking form and you can do a more in-depth first phone call, almost like a mini consultation. And when it comes to like senior high school seniors, maybe commercial work, that sort of thing, we don't do an in-person consultation. We only do in-person consultations for our flagship product, which is our family and kid portraits. But if seniors is your flagship portrait, then you definitely want to do something in person. And so you can do make that first phone call a little more meaty, a little longer a little bit more information, quoting some more prices. And sometimes when we are doing consultations with existing clients, so this is might be clients that came last year or maybe clients that haven't been to us for three or four years, 
those consultations, quote unquote, Caitlin will still do what she's doing. She'll let me know that she's got them booked and then we'll set up a phone call for me to do a consultation. So not every consultation is in person. So I think it's important to say that because sometimes that saves you a little bit of time, especially if the clients have been, they know the drill, they know what your pricing is. And so really what you need to do is just talk about concept and if any pricing has changed or whatever, you can still quote them. This is what I'm thinking that we're going to do. We're going to add to the gallery. We're going to replace the one over the fireplace. And it's going to be about this much. That way they know before we even shoot what's going on. Yep, totally. Okay. Are there any other pearls of wisdom advice that you've learned doing those first phone calls that you think would be helpful to our students or to our listeners? Just take a deep breath and focus on that. That's what I would say. Yeah. Because then it'll all be good. Because the thing that I think is so good about that, Caitlin, I'm really glad that you brought that up, is that when you take a deep breath and it's, you're making it all about them, you're not in a hurry. Totally. And when you're not in a hurry, you're not in a hurry to maybe answer questions that haven't been asked, or you're not just popping off with whatever first came to your mind. You actually can be slower and more intentional. And then if they ask you something that you don't know, or that maybe you don't have a price for, or that feels really scary to you, you can just pause and say, I don't know, let me check and I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, totally. And I think when, when you're newly training, you probably had to say that a few times, Mm -hmm. you know, let me check with Jessica or let me check with Allison. I don't really know. And if you're the only person there where you think you should have to know everything, you can just say, you know what? I actually don't have that price in front of me, or I don't have that information in front of me. Let me get back to you. And then it'll give you time to think about it so that nobody's holding a gun to your head, even though sometimes it feels like it when you're doing these first phone calls. Oh, yes. I would also say one thing that I just thought of that would be important is if someone, if you do get a new inquiry, it would be important to call them right when you get it. Now, I would say more like typically in business hours, I wouldn't call someone at 11 p.m. if they just submitted their their inquiry. But because that way they're already in the frame of mind. For us, we get ours, ours come through our website and we get an email about it. So we know that they're already looking at our website. Or they've been, you know, if they're on your Instagram, they've been looking through your Instagram and are wanting some more information. So I think they're already in that frame of mind thinking about it. So right then is a very important and great time to catch them and ask them before you just start. You picked up the phone and called them right then. Hey, do you have a couple of minutes? Because if they're busy, they are not going to want to talk about it and you will get the rushed answers from them. Exactly. And there are some people that it's so funny to me, my father-in-law who was God rest his soul. He would answer the phone. I don't know what he would have had to been doing to not answer the phone. Like he would answer the phone no matter what he was doing. And yet sometimes you shouldn't answer the phone. So so there are those people that just because it rang, they answered it. Very few, but they exist. So we will always ask, have I caught you at a good time? Do you have a few minutes to talk about your portrait project? Yeah. And that's important because then if they say something like, yeah, no, I can talk. I'm in the pickup line at preschool. Uh, She's not going to be listening to you if she's driving. Let me call you back when it's a better time. Yeah. And then just schedule a time. What time would work better for them? Right. But that getting the striking while the iron is hot cannot, cannot underestimate. Yeah. And you know, we know nobody likes to talk on the phone. We we know that. And so, especially your gen, you're only 20. So how is that going? Talking on the phone when you're like a queen text or DM or how's that been? Has it been hard? Or not really? Um, no, I actually don't mind talking on the phone. I've had a lot of experience on the phone. So I feel like I'm very, I actually would rather call my friends versus text. Cause I like, I hate I'm like, oh, this is too wordy. Like just call them. Yeah. 
It's I, faster. So I'd rather just totally. So I'd rather just call them, figure out what's going on, get the scoop. Let's get the ball rolling. Love it. And then all the reminders and everything before the consultation, then that just all takes place via text and mm-hmm. it's really easy for them. No, no worries. So the hardest thing is getting them on the phone that very first time and yes. just taking the time. So our takeaways from this is get them on the phone, strike while the iron's hot, make sure that it's a good time for them, smile and focus yes. on them. So quit doing what you're doing. Do not multitask when you're talking to a client and then download our booking form, the ATJ booking form, go to do the rework.com and download the ATJ booking form and use that as your guide. We've just recently updated it. So if you have downloaded this before in times past, like maybe you've heard me speak at imaging or whatever, and you have that form, you don't have the latest one because we just updated it in the last 30 days. We updated it for Caitlin because it has all these little speed bumps in between all of those things remind you of what to say. So go and get that and then be present and listen and just put in your mind that I am going to be able to set up these three appointments. You're going to focus number one on nailing down that session date and then forward schedule for your consultation and backward schedule for your view and order. Or I probably said that in reverse order, but you get the idea. Then your process has begun, your sales process that's organized, that has your client feeling totally taken care of and completely transparent so that there's no surprises is been put into place. And it really is not that hard. Yeah. It does take some practice, but it is so worth it over time. Well, and I love that you are recording yourself. And I think that's a huge, you could get so much better, so much more quickly if you recorded yourself, because you hear things when you listen to a recording that you don't hear when you're, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's so quick. It happens so quick. Right. And you're in your head and you're nervous and you're like, Oh, I just, cause you know, we're all thinking, totally. I just want him to book. I just want him to book. I don't want him to go away. And yeah, we want to love on everybody. But when you listen to it, then you are like, Ooh, she was trying to tell me something there. And I just rode right over the top of her, you totally. know, I should yeah. have paused there or I should have asked a question or whatever. And it just informs your next time. So you can actually get so much better, so much faster if you record. And we've done a lot of recording together of different appointments mm-hmm. with, that we'll talk about in the in future episodes. So anyway, thank you, Caitlin. I appreciate your time. I'm so glad that you're yes. part of the ATJ team. We love you and appreciate you. We, Stacey and I were just saying, all of us are always saying, how did we ever do it before Caitlin came? We don't know. <laughs> but we hope it's we don't so ever have to fun. find out. You're in for no. life. You won't have to find out. I can promise you that. I love it. All right. Thank you, mama. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. Have I told you lately how much I appreciate you being here? I know that you have so many demands on your time and so many demands on your attention. You could be watching Netflix. You could be listening to a true crime podcast, but you've spent time here at The Rework learning to make your portrait business better. And that really means a lot to me. If there's somebody that you feel like could benefit from this episode, that you could help them and help us spread the word in helping other portrait photographers build better businesses, please go to where you're listening to this episode and hit that share button and share it with them. And if you have time and can give us a review, you don't even understand how much that means to a little tiny podcast like ours to see those reviews and see how we're helping And if you have another minute and can send me a DM and let us know what you would like to hear in the future, 
what you really enjoyed hearing about, maybe things that weren't that great, how we can do better. We always want to do better and we always want to support the portrait photography industry and helping you build the best businesses ever. Thanks again so much for being here. You can find more great resources from Allison at do the rework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework.